Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time we have to be able to come into your house, and we just ask you to fill us with your Spirit, to fill us with that love that awakens all of us, and to allow us as we leave this place today to be so filled with your love but that we can't help but share it with each and every other person we can. It's in the name of your Holy Son, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. And so today, we get to kick off a brand new series, a brand new series, and uh, in the month of September, um, what we did last year is we took the end of the month and we focused on Freedom Sunday. And what that is, is that's a day where we totally just devote our prayers, our, our offering, our time with the Lord to thinking about, to talking about, uh, and to just learning more about the injustices in our world. And what we decided to do this year is just turn all of September into Freedom Month. And so our focus is right here. Acts 1 verse 8, and what that says is, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And so what we're going to be focusing on over these next couple of weeks is this idea of Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and all the ends of the earth. And today the focus is Jerusalem, the home base, the place where it all begins, the place where it all starts. And for us, our Jerusalem is, is right here at Pilgrim. But at the same time, as we're focused on this right here, we're also focused on Back to School Sunday. We're focused on blessing the backpacks, on, on getting our kids geared up and ready to go for this year. And if you've been at Pilgrim, you've already had a couple of weeks of school, and we're excited. But now that you've kind of figured out what you need, hopefully you filled your backpacks with those supplies, and when you come on up here, we'll be able to pray over you and your backpacks that God would just fill you with His Spirit and that you'd be filled with his love throughout this year. But at the same time, bringing all of those things together, we're also focused on a school project that we kicked off last year. Uh, and if so, hopefully some of you remember uh, about our Ugandan school kids. And what we've done is we've committed to raising $5,000 a year for the next three years. Um, and so far this year, our, our goal is 5,000, again, 15,000 total. And I believe we're within $1,000 of our goal. We have just over a month left uh, to continue raising money. So one, praise the Lord for that. Um, but we still have a little bit to go. And all of these things coming together really have one thing in common. And that's the love that God has given to us. And how that love flows through us into our kids here at Pilgrim. Into the kids here in our community. Into the kids over in Uganda and throughout all the world. But it starts right here. And so to be able to really help articulate that, what we thought we'd do today, because it's Back to School Sunday, is we'd give you a glimpse into what your kids hear when they're at chapel. This would give you a glimpse into the ideas of, uh, of how we teach different things, how we show them what God's love really looks like. But before we get into that, I want to share with you just one verse coming out of 1 John chapter 4, verse 11. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. And that's really the summation of all of Freedom Month, of everything we do at Pilgrim, and of everything we should do being the Jerusalem where Jesus is starting what His plan is for us. And so, you're Pilgrim. So what does that mean? How are we able to figure out how to teach love, how to show love, how to grow in love, how to be able to extend our love to each and every person around us. Well, we can go back to the beginning, 
when God created the heavens and the earth, and He gave us this first glimpse of really what heaven was planned to be. We have the Garden of Eden where everything is perfect, where everything is exactly as it's supposed to be, and yet man chose sin. And so, as man chose sin and continued to sin and continued to fall into different issues here and there, God showed love. And He showed love in many different ways, but one of the ways that He did that is He showed it by giving us His Ten Commandments, because what He realized is that man, man needed some guidance. Man needed some rules. Man needed some limitations to help them live apart from chaos. And God even said, you know what, if you can follow my Ten Commandments perfectly, you'll earn heaven. But if you break even one, if you mess up even one time, you get nothing. You're cut off from me forever. So what does that look like? Because for us here at Pilgrim, I mean, we're thinking about the Ten Commandments. We know about grace. We know about love. We know that Jesus up here on the cross did so much for us. But for our students, this could be their very first time of ever hearing it. So how do they visualize this love, this, this freedom that they have? Well, to do that, I'd like to invite Pastor Josh up. Um, and just so you know, I'm wearing a name tag because I figure we got some people who weren't here. Uh, Josh put his name tag on, but did originally tell me he doesn't need a name tag, he has a bow tie. So uh, I just want to make sure you know, this is Pastor Josh, our senior leader. Um, And what he is today, right now, is he is representing Pilgrim for us, okay? He is all of you in one person, okay? We are bow-tie-wearing hipster millennial pastors. I mean, we we are here, and we are summed up in Josh right now. So, if you would, I want you to just picture that this is God's chosen people, all right? Which includes you. You are a part of that. You did it. So, God's chosen people right here. And God has given you a set of rules, all right? Ten. Follow them perfectly. But because we only have so much time, uh, I figured I'd just give you one rule, all right? Your one rule is hold my buckets. There you go. Stay. There you go. All you got to do is hold my buckets. And if you do it perfectly without failing, Pastor Josh is a big fan of Reese's. So in this moment, he is Pastor Josh. But for our sake, this is heaven. If you follow my rules perfectly, this is what you get. And I just want to make sure you get a taste of what that is. (laughs) Not a literal taste, just a smell. So just, this is heaven. It's your gift. Yes, that's what God wants for you. All you have to do is be perfect. Hold my buckets. You can do that. He can do it. He's going to hold the buckets. And this is what God has asked of us. You know, he said, be perfect. Hold my buckets. Follow my rules. Do what I ask you to do. Live your life out here on this earth. Show love to each other. And everything will be okay. But then sin crept in, and sin broke in, and the world started to to make us forget that God not only said, yes, here it is, and I gave you the rules, and I told you what to do, and I gave you the promises. The world is trying to tell you, great, God did all this, now you have to figure it out, and it's only on you, and you're the only one who can do it. And a temptation that we fall into here at, at Pilgrim is we think, well, it's all on me. If I don't do it, who will? And we get different burdens, and we get different distractions, and we get different issues that pop up. 
And such issues are we have a small group ministry that kicked off and there was excitement, but then most of the groups died. And then we tried to do something else, but some people were like, oh, I just don't have time. And so it got a little tougher. And then as the world continued to come on and continued to come at Pilgrim, Pilgrim realized our city is growing. Our city is getting bigger. Our city is expanding. Pilgrim's got to grow too. Pilgrim's got to be ready. Pilgrim's got to be relevant. But for some reason, Pilgrim wasn't growing. And as people continued to look at Pilgrim, as, as we as the Pilgrim family began to look around us, we noticed that some of our people, I just need you to hold it up, just be a man. There it is, yeah. <laughs> as people kept looking around, they started realizing, my friends are getting older. There aren't as many young families in my church. And the struggle that we're thinking is, well, what do we do? How do we solve this problem? How do we make sure everything's okay? Do we add new programs? Do we add new ideas? And then the world, the world brought Harvey. And then the world decided to tell us that we know better than anything else, and how dare you try anything new, all right? We've done it this way for, it just needs, it needs to be up. Up, up. The world has told us you need to keep doing what you're used to, what you like, what's good. And so then we have this amazing Christmas Eve opportunity. Arms up. Just go ahead. Just ugh, so close. Christmas Eve comes. And we have the opportunity to be incredibly relevant, incredibly new, to do something where you're still hearing this amazing message that Jesus has come to live among you, that he has chosen you. But then we get emails because it's not what we're used to. And so what happens is the world continues to throw more and more and more at you until you can't hold your arms up. But then, even when you're done and you give up and you're just standing here with your buckets knowing that you failed, you don't have to, like, be stressed. You can let them, let them really just pull your arms off. Even when we're down like that, the world doesn't stop. The world still wants you to know that not only could you not do what God asked, but the world doesn't ever want you to be able to even pick those buckets back up. The world just wants more and more weight there so that you're just stuck, trapped, feeling like you can't possibly do anything. But the world doesn't stop there. The enemy doesn't stop there because then, after they've just thrown so much at you that you failed, they want to remind you of what God promised. They want to remind you about this incredible gift that God wanted you to have. All you had to do was follow my one rule. And the world takes it from you. Because the world wants you to fail. Satan wants you to fail. It wants you to forget that you didn't come up with these rules. You didn't come up with these burdens. You weren't told, follow this, and I'm hands off. You were told, here's how you're supposed to be perfect but I'm going to send my son to take care of everything else. Because even though we can't hold this, Jesus can. 
And Jesus can take the weight of every one of the burdens that Pilgrim has ever felt, ever will feel, ever is feeling, so that all we have left to do is love. Our focus is no longer on the junk that is so real, and it's, it's always coming after you. It's always telling you that you're not good enough. But understand that what Jesus did on the cross is He took every one of our burdens, every one of our sins, every one of our shortfalls, every one of our issues, because He knew we couldn't. And so this love that we've been given, this amazing gift of grace, of freedom, from our own bondage of freedom, from our own issues, from our own burdens. This love that we've been given, it's meant to be shared. The love that God has given to you is meant to flow through you into these people around you. It's meant to flow through you into the kids of Pilgrim, into the kids of Uganda, into the kids of your community, into the rest of the world. Because if it doesn't flow through you, Where's it going to come from? You see, God loves all of His children, but a lot of His children are running from God. And so you here in Jerusalem, you here at Pilgrim, you here at the home base, how are you showing love to others? Because oftentimes, we, we get to this point where we're like, dang, Jesus, you are the best, you are the man, I love this, I love you, you love me, and it just stops right here. Okay, that's called spiritual constipation. Love is supposed to come to you and then flow out of you. And if you think about it, if love is coming to you and flowing out of you, and love is coming out of your neighbors and flowing out of them, you're still getting more and more love. But that's what God has called us to do, because I first loved you, so you ought to love one another. And so as we're celebrating this Freedom Month, as we're celebrating Back to School Sunday, as we're celebrating this blessing of the backpacks, praying for this year so our children can just have everything that God has willed for them, I just ask you to think, how is the love that God is showing to you flowing through you? Are you someone who God has just put a passion on your heart to give to the Uganda School Kid Project? Is God putting a passion on your heart to pour into our kids at Pilgrim? Is God putting a passion on your heart to pour into some other area? What is God pointing you towards? What sort of love does God want you to show to someone else? And so as, you, as we're coming to the rest of the service, I want you to be thinking about that. When we get to our prayer time, I want you to be focused in on that. What is God calling you to love? And what burdens are the world trying to tell you you can't let go of? Know that everything has been lifted off of you. All that's left is God calling you to love. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you have lifted every burden off of us, that you have taken every struggle, every sin, every problem, And although we will experience those and they'll seem so real, Lord, you have already taken care of it all. And so, Lord, we just ask you to please fill us with your Spirit, anoint us with your Spirit, anoint your new Jerusalem so that we would no longer feel these weights, so that we would not solely focus on ourselves to accomplish the plans that you have for this place, but, Lord, that we would just be conduits 
through which your love can flow, that we would be able to extend it to our kids here at Pilgrim, that we'd be able to extend it to our family here, but also to the rest of the world, and to continue to focus ourselves on others rather than ourselves, knowing that you first loved us and that nothing we do adds to our salvation, but that because you still loved us, as evidence of the knowledge that we have of this incredible gift that you've given us, Lord. Help us to love others through the power of your Holy Spirit. It's in the name of your Son, Jesus, that we pray. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen.